Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Well, the drama and debates continue in the House of Representatives as Kevin McCarthy continued to try to galvanize and support and win leadership. Will it be enough? We're moving on to round six. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, here we are, uh, five rounds in to the votes for Speaker of the House, and we're still no closer than we were yesterday. And again, I'm not one of those who's wringing my hand saying that the fate of the free world is uh, at stake on this. It just isn't. Uh, they're going to work this out. There will be a Speaker of the House, and the members will get on to their business. Uh, a day or two here is not a big deal. I was reminding people this morning uh, that we have to remember that in the one of the sole jobs that these members have is to pass 12 appropriations bills that fund the federal government for one year. It's outlined in the Constitution. And in 2022, you may remember that everybody in this body, all 435 of them, procrastinated doing that job until December the 23rd. At the very last moment, they cobbled it together, more like they threw it all together, put it in a blender, served it up with nobody reading it, voted it, and sent it to the president to sign so everyone could be home in time for Christmas. So if we're worried about Congress being able to do their job, if they procrastinated their main job for 357 days in 2022, if they lose a couple of days trying to figure out who the speaker is, and they only have 355 days to procrastinate their job, I think they'll be okay. I think they will be okay. And my hope is actually that they do their job, that they start as soon as they get a speaker. I would hope they'd go right into committees and start to work on those appropriations bills so that they can have them all done, dusted, tidied to the president's desk before we get to September when the funding for the fiscal year runs out. That's not too much to ask. It's actually very little to ask. Uh, and yet we continue to have to ask it every single year. So as we watch the drama play out, uh, yes, we have gotten through round number five. Uh, the votes have not changed at all in the last three rounds. And so we'll continue to watch that. Now, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And what I'm hearing from my people back in D.C., is they will do this sixth round, and I think it's going to be about the same. And after the sixth round, I think there will be a meeting. They're trying to broker a meeting between the 20 Republicans 
who have refused to cast a vote for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, who will actually be in that room? And those of you who listen to this program know rooms make me very nervous. Uh, rooms and behind closed doors rarely do good things happen, uh, but maybe it can this time. Uh, so they are expected to have a meeting. So, so this is what I'm thinking will take place over the next couple of hours. Uh, I think we will have round six of the voting. I think it will be pretty much the same. Kevin McCarthy will not have enough votes to win. I think there will then be a motion to adjourn, uh, maybe just to adjourn for a few hours. And at that point, Kevin McCarthy and his leadership team and his allies are going to try to get in a room with a number of that group of 20 from the Freedom Caucus. Uh, Maybe it's half of those. Maybe it's five or six of those. I don't know. Uh, It'll be interesting to see who gets in the room where it will happen. And they will try to work out a deal, Uh, some sort of compromise, some sort of concessions. And then they'll go to round seven and and maybe there's a breakthrough. Uh, My guess is if that doesn't yield a result... Then I think it will be time for Steve Scalise. Uh, He will get an opportunity to take a swing uh, at becoming speaker. And I think his odds are actually a little better than Kevin McCarthy's uh, were his name to be put on the floor for an actual vote. So let's look at a few of the things that have taken place over the course of the day today. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I actually want to go to one of the nomination speeches. And uh, Representative Warren Davidson from Ohio, he gave the nomination speech for Kevin McCarthy for the fifth round of voting. And uh, he actually gave, I think, what one of the best speeches over the last 48 hours uh, in terms of framing things uh, in a positive way. Uh, take a listen. Does it really boil down to this, that 20 or more of my colleagues will never trust Kevin McCarthy as speaker? I feel at this time we risk a worse outcome if we cannot unite behind the man that has helped us achieve these substantive reforms, reforms that offer all of us, this whole body, Hope for change in this broken status quo. Reforms that our voters have demanded. Reforms that we've worked hard together to achieve. And finally, reforms that we risk forfeiting if we do not work together as Republicans to elect the next Speaker of the House. Now's the time for deeds, not words. And I nominate Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. I humbly ask for your support. So that was Representative Warren Davidson from Ohio. Now, Ohio is an important place uh, for Republicans. It's always a, a tight, very uh, purple state there in Ohio. Uh, interesting. One of the things that Representative Davidson talked about was the fact that the Freedom Caucus was uh, the he was the first person that the Freedom Caucus rallied behind and uh, gave their endorsement to in the 2022 election cycle. So Representative Davidson is, clearly has his credentials as a conservative. Uh, Also, he pointed out 
uh, the many things that have been done, the many concessions that had been laid out, uh, and he called out many of his colleagues by name. And I think the most important thing that he called out in that nomination speech was the fact that in the Freedom Caucus, which is some 43 members, uh, over half of them have been voting for Kevin McCarthy. So he was really saying, look, it's a minority of this minority caucus in the Freedom Caucus uh, that is that is holding out. And I thought that took a little bit of courage for an incoming freshman from Ohio uh, who had been endorsed by the Freedom Caucus to call out the Freedom Caucus folks and say, OK, it's it's time to get on board. I think that's really interesting. I thought it was, uh, it was actually the best speech uh, of the last 48 hours in my view. It's actually worth listening to. It's just a good speech. Uh, and again, regardless of your political party, he laid out what the important things were for the country. And I thought that was a, a, a nice way to do that. Let's go to uh, Representative Chip Roy from Texas. Of course, he is a firebrand. We've had him on this program before. Uh, he gave an interesting perspective uh, about the debate and a perspective in terms of what does this all mean to the American people versus what does it mean to all of those inside the bubble of Washington, D.C.? But, Congressman, is it better to not have a speaker at all and to not have a functioning house than... Let me ask you a question. Do you think anybody in America right now is like, oh, my God, there's not a speaker, right? Because what is somebody who lives right now in, like, Des Moines, Iowa, and they're they're going to their job, they're going to school. Oh, no, 24 hours without a speaker in the house. Like, we're a body. We can go pass motions. We can do whatever. If there's an emergency, we can do whatever we need to. But we're having a debate. It's healthy to have that debate. The institution needs to change, and that's why we're having the debate. So you don't think Americans care that there's not a Speaker of the House right now? I think Americans want us to change the way everything works or doesn't work. And I think they're patient enough to uh, wait out a day or two for us to do what needs to be done to make things actually function. Yeah, and again, that's uh, Chip Roy from Texas uh, making... Some remarks prior to, and I think I think he's actually right on that. Again, regardless of the politics and where you fall on that, whether you agree with him or not, uh, that is where things are playing out. And I do think that's what the American people care about. They're not worried about all of this stuff going on inside the chamber right now. They want a budget passed. They want inflation dealt with. They want to have good infrastructure. Uh, they want to be confident and secure in their homes. We'll continue to watch it uh, as we go on KSL News Radio. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor, Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.